So I got a PS4 for the first time in my life um, ever. I've never really Ooh. had a console before. Ooh. Um, and I was playing Minecraft last night by myself. And yeah. I don't really know what's going on, but I guess the whole point is to just survive the night at the moment. Yes. Um, <laughs> and let me tell you, those zombies, aggressive. The skeletons, aggressive. The spiders, rude. Wait, do you want to hear my zombie impression? Yes. Uh. <laughs> it's accurate. It is. It is. I've got a pretty good villager, too. Welcome to Your Mom's a Hoax, a podcast where we talk about any and everything weird. My name is Brenna, and I'm one of your hosts. It's the way you hit it so hard. <laughs> Welcome to Your Mom's a Hoax. That's how the YouTubers do it. Get fucking ready. I'm your freaking host, Alexis. <laughs> I'm trying to... Today you're listening to Bodybuilders 101. <laughs> I'm trying Slap to hit him, a, hit him with a classic, hey, what's up, you guys? <laughs> Hello, everyone, and good morning, <laughs> or afternoon, or whenever the fuck you listen. <laughs> Happy day. Uh, yeah. Um, hey, how the hell are you? I'm good. Um, I just said happy day, and that made me cringe a little, and it made me think back to when I was at the drive-thru at Wendy's the other day, <laughs> and oh? this man said something to me. I don't remember what he said, but it was like, I don't know, something very peppy, and I was like, nod and he said something i kind of like laughed and he was like no they make me say that and i was like yeah when i worked at chicken express they wanted us to say have a chicken e day i was not fucking saying that have a chicken e day i don't what does that mean i don't know what is a chicken e day it's a horrible day in my life if i'm being fucking honest (laughs) with you i didn't wish that on anyone (laughs) jesus oh if you're 16 and listening to this podcast and you're like, oh, I'm thinking about getting a job, uh, not fast food. Not yeah. fast food. I worked at Chili's for, like, a, a while. Um, and for probably, like, up in, probably for, like, two years of my life after I stopped working there, I could still perfectly recite, like, the, the Chili's open I have dreams about that place. I'll wake up in a cold sweat because I was in like a like a walk in at the Chicken Express. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I have PTSD. Like, I feel it. I feel it. Huh. How the hell are you, my guy? Um. Well, I thought I had pink eye. Um, nice. Yeah, I've been sick. Fun. Yeah, as it turns out, I did not have pink eye though. Um, I just had a sinus infection bad enough that it traveled to one of my eyes gross sometimes yeah. when i try to pop my ears and you hold your nose and then you blow mm-hmm. the air it'll come out of one of my eyeballs and i don't know if that that's is normal or not <laughs> disgusting and i did not need that it hasn't always done that but then one day i was like ah <laughs> that's, that's, that's not how it's supposed to feel and now it's just Nasty. kind of a regular part of my life and i don't know if that's correct <laughs> like i don't like that nor have i ever had that experience yeah, um, and i don't want that experience think about it though all of that stuff is connected that's why it's like a like a mouth nose and throat or something doctor ear nose and throat doctor is that a th- what are they called i don't know dude i don't know it's something that specializes in like y- your face you know Dog, what I, mean? I wouldn't 
I went to school for the humanities. I watched so much Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> like, I should know I what got it's called. Nothing. Well, you want to dive Queen. in? Yeah, let's do it. Let me get this coin. Flip that bitch. All right. Call it. Tails. It is heads. Okay. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> okay. Um. So today. Today. Oh, what the fuck? Today. Today. Say so you had a bad day. You take it back. Okay. Turn it around. Sorry. Shout out to early 2000s American Idol. Is that what that's from? Well, they used to play that song when somebody got kicked off. Oh, fuck. I think they still do that <laughs> on most of those, like, TV shows. I think it's, like, a regular thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Okay. Anyways. um, So, we got a couple of two-parters for ya. Coming at you with some some information. Mm-hmm. So, and lots... And, sorry, let me go ahead and say this at the top. There'll be lots yeah. and lots of... Uh, Stranger Things talk today. Sorry, I couldn't think of what I was trying to say. Uh, so if you haven't watched Stranger Things, uh, what are you doing with your life? Um, and also, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> but not in the first half, so you can listen to the first half, I think. Yeah. And be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, so I'm talking about the fae, or fairies. Only thing I know about those little things is that if you find little bones near you, don't do anything with them. Don't fucking touch yeah. them. Don't look at them. Don't breathe on them. And don't say thank you. Yeah, there's a lot of lore, um, but you shouldn't accept gifts from fairies. Because um, they want gifts a, in return! As a general rule of thumb, yeah. Um, so, a lot of people, generally, when they think of fairies, think of Tinkerbell. Real cute. <laughs> it's not quite real the same. Small. <laughs> um, you know, but folklore tells a very different story like it does most of the time yeah so a lot of people didn't actually like to mention them by name so they generally talk like called them by either the little people or the hidden people mm, i like the um, hidden people yeah personally. hidden people it's very cute very mm -hmm. yeah so there's a lot okay there's a lot to this topic there's mm -hmm. there's a lot to get into okay some say ride. that fairies, yeah, some say that fairies are like ghosts uh, or spirits of the dead. Some say they were fallen angels. Um, and some say, much like the Will of the Wisps, they were neither bad enough for hell nor good enough for heaven. Okay. Actually, I think the Will of the Wisps were so bad that they weren't allowed in hell. Yeah. I don't know. It feels similar but different. <laughs> but pretty much, there are like hundreds of different kinds of fairies some are like teeny tiny little creatures some are grotesque some can fly some can just appear and disappear at will <laughs> but there's a lot of different kinds okay <laughs> that's alarming mm -hmm. yes yes so the oldest fairies that have been talked about uh, were recorded in England um, and were first described by the historian Gervas of Tilbury in the 13th century. 
So they've been the the folklore on fairy has been around for a hot second. See, I just have okay, like because Ty doesn't believe like in ghosts and like fairies and stuff like, and I do believe in those things because like how how could we have talked about it for so long? Oh yeah, and it just like not be a thing. Like we were just like, yeah, we're gonna hone in on this story. Oh yeah, I don't know, man. Oh yeah, the world was different. For sure. For sure. Well, and, like, I don't know. I, legends and folklore have to come from some type of truth, I feel mm-hmm. like. And I feel like, much like we've adapted and, like, formed, like, a, you know, a greater society and stuff and, like, built things and whatever, like, they, as critters, adapt as well? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I would tend to agree. Like, they know how to, like, camouflage themselves so we don't find them maybe a little bit better than they used to have to. Hey, can you, like, shut the fuck up? (laughs) What did Heidi do to you, man? (laughs) She's just barking at nothing. (laughs) She got something to say. Uh, Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Leave her be. Nah. All right. I'm in a mood today. (laughs) (laughs) I see. (laughs) So today we're kind of going to dive into a little bit of the lore and a lot of bit of the different types of fairies. So that's kind of what I'm going to focus on today. Okay. So starting off, we got brownies and other hobgoblins. Okay. Right? So these are are guardian fairies. Um, They're useful... They do housework and odd jobs around the house. Um, I could use to be a little hobgoblin. (laughs) Right. Anytime Um, you're trying to come hang out at my house, you are welcome. I would not. You got to be careful with stuff like that because there's always a downside. Wait a minute. Let me hear the downside first and then I'll make a decision. It might be worth it. it, it, Listen, I'm just saying in general, I feel like fey folk always have something up their sleeves. Like they sound good on paper, but also they're... They're magical come in, creatures. But I'm keeping my guard up. I'm, I'm wary of you. <laughs> like, I don't no. know. I don't so, know, man. Can the good outweigh the bad? Because if they're cleaning my whole house, I might be willing to put up with a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is true. That is true. We'll, we'll get in into a bit of it, I think, later. So in Aberdeenshire, and I hope I said that right. I'm sorry, Scotland, if I didn't. Is it not Aberdeenshire? 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 No, I think the first one was right. Aberdeenshire. Yeah. That sound... It all sounds wrong now. We're just gonna have to move on. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, uh, I'm I'm gonna go with that. Okay. So, apparently, according to the Scots, they are hideous to look at and have no separate toes or fingers. Isn't that fun? Just a little... (laughs) Wait, the hobgoblins? (laughs) Yeah, brownies are hobgoblins. Mm. But these are the ones that are cleaning? How you clean if you ain't got thumbs? I don't know. They're magic. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's a valid point. I, well, and I feel like they probably figured it out. Yeah, okay. Okay. Mm, they probably, like... I mean, if that's their job as a fae. Yeah. Yeah. They're now, fairy. in the Scottish lowlands, however, uh, they're sporting the Voldemort and have a hole instead of a nose. Oh, I don't... I don't like that. <laughs> like, at all, actually. Um... <laughs> That's gross, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Now, there are also banshees. Um, 
little less common, much more sinister, uh, and they only generally appear to foretell a tragedy. Great. We've talked about some banshees on here, have we not? Maybe once or twice? A banshee uh, we mentioned ghouls, I believe, but I don't mm. think we've talked about banshees. Oh, uh, maybe not. Someday. Or right now, I guess. Yeah. Today. Right Today's today. the day. <laughs> <laughs> so they generally, um, I think I already said that, they generally only appear to foretell a tragedy. Now, in the Highland tradition, the washer by the ford, a webbed-footed, one-nostrilled, buck-tooth hag, is only seen... It's fucking rude. She's just trying to live her life and mind her own damn business, and you had to call her... What did you call... Say that sentence again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> It's fucking mean. <laughs> a web-footed, one-nostrilled buck-tooth hag. It's like the ugliest duckling I've ever heard of. <laughs> Doug. I'm going to start saying that when I go out. If somebody's being mean to me, I'm going to be like, listen, you're a web-footed, one-nostrilled buck-tooth hag. you got to get out of my face. You could just call him a fugly bitch and move on, too, but whatever nah. works. Nah. <laughs> Hit him with the one nostril. I was at work today. Hold on. Speaking of the term fugly bitch, I was at work today and I was just like chit chatting with my coworkers or whatever. And uh, one of my one of my coworkers was talking about how he like hung out with his girlfriend yesterday for a little bit. And she pulled up and was like, because I guess they got to her apartment at the same time. She pulled up. She was like, I haven't eaten anything all day. And he was like, so naturally I called her a dumb bitch. We went to fucking Red Lobster. I was like, you called her a what? <laughs> I mean, everybody's got a love language. <laughs> I was, I was thrown off. Ty's never called me something like that. Dumb bitch, though, is one of my favorite. Like, if you've ever been on the phone with me when I'm in the car and I get road rage, everybody's a dumb bitch. That is true. Mad. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Uh, yeah. Uh, but apparently, she is. She's only seen washing bloodstained clothes when men are about to meet a violent death. Um, So I guess she's banshee. Okay. Yeah. Now, there are also goblins and bugaboos. Okay. What the fuck is a bugaboo? Are these real words? You said hobgoblin to me a minute ago. (laughs) I'm just... What the fuck's a bugaboo? Is that what it is? It sounds like a fucking something you put your baby in so it like rocks them to sleep. They're just a, a type of fairy. Bugaboo. Bugaboo, yeah. Spell bug-a-boo. it. B U G dash A dash B O O. I'm so mad! That's how I thought that was gonna be spelled. I'm fucking pissed! <laughs> well, they're malignant creatures, so leave them alone. Okay. <laughs> it's not their fault that that's their name, but I'm mad about it. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> uh, but that's just a name, like a couple. Um, you know, and there's a lot of nature fairies, and they're thought to be descendants of pre Christian gods and goddesses or the spirits of trees and streams. So that's kind of nice. Uh, um, is a nymph a fairy, or is that something totally different? No, I think you, yeah, yeah I think you would, cla- like would classify a nymph as fae okay. folk. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, they seem nice, but mischievous. 
Yeah. I feel like nymphs are, are probably pretty mischievous. Yeah. Yeah. There's also um, the black anis. I want to say it's anis. Spell it. A-N-N-I-S. Anus. No. <laughs> I'm just Wrong. kidding. I'm a fucking toddler. We just... I think anis <laughs> is probably good. I think that's right. A, a blue face tagged. Mm-hmm. Throwing the word hag around a lot. I know. It's like they didn't have any other <laughs> insults back then. <sighs> Seriously, though. Um, she haunts the Dane Hill in Leicestershire, and Gentle Annie governs the storms in the Scottish lowlands. So they are perhaps descended from the Celtic, Celtic god Danu, mother of Ireland's cave fairies. Of course, there are mermaids and mermen, river spirits and spirits of pool. I mean, is fairy just a catch-all? Yes. Okay. So, fae folk are kind is like kind of an umbrella term to capture a wide range of creatures. Again, I say, if mermaids weren't real, Homeland Security would not have taken down the website. I we'll get there someday. Are real. That's the only that's the only proof that I have, but hmm. it's enough. Fair. But those are some of the most common like nature fairies. Okay. You know, I feel like, okay, so I know we're talking about like this stuff could be real, whatever, but I just feel like if it was, if they were real and mm-hmm. like strong in numbers, they maybe would have already done something to help the planet by now. No? Well, they're pretty mischievous. I don't know that they necessarily want to help. <laughs> yeah, I know, but they're like nature nymphs and stuff. Like they live in yeah. those ecosystems. I don't know. Maybe they don't give a fuck. Yeah, but I think, like, you know, one of them was, um, has been, like, attributed to causing storms. I think you could also argue that, you know, storms are pretty devastating. That's and fair. they're pissed about it. I don't know. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. So, belief in fairies, um, is still pretty prevalent. Oh, I'm not, I'm not talking yeah. to them. Yeah, so as recently as 1962, a Somerset farmer's wife told how she had lost her way on the Berkshire Downs and was put on the right track by a small man in green who appeared suddenly at her elbow and then disappeared. Nice. Thanks, my guy. And honestly, even now, like, there are plenty, you can find plenty of blog posts about how to not anger fairies in the Fae. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. actively trying to piss them off, but I did tell Ty one time, I was like, you see a little gift? A little something, something that wasn't there before? No, don't, don't fuck with that. Because you will fuck it. around and they, you will find out. Yeah. The wise words of Ellen Marsh. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, there was also a woman on holiday in Cornwall with her daughter. Um, and they came across another small green man with a pointed hood and ears. Um... They were very alarmed and ran for the ferry, absolutely terrified. <laughs> no, that's valid. That's some honey, I shrunk the kids type shit, and I gotta go. Like, I don't know what's happening. It's not my business. <laughs> like, <laughs> But that is another 20th century account that we have. Yeah. So, now we're gonna kind of get into fae classifications and, like, different types of fairies okay. a little bit deeper. Okay. Um, now, again, there are hundreds of them. So in the, like, show notes, we'll have a link 
to the peculiar brunette and it'll have a really long list but we're only going to hit on some of them take a deep dive if you want though yes um because even two recordings is not enough to go over all of them no, some <laughs> people dedicate their whole lives to both of these two topics <laughs> like yes yes so fey classifications mm-hmm. now according to most fey legend there are two types of fey Trooping fairies and solitary fairies. What was the first word? Trooping. Drooping? Trooping. Like a troop. Troop. Okay. Yes. Troop. And solitary. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So trooping fairies are generally seen in large groups um, and are recognized for dancing, partying, throwing exciting festivals, having fairs. They're the life of the party. Um... And in most cases, the legends about them describe them as fun-loving, always looking for lighthearted entertainment, um, and they are generally a part of the Seelie Court and are mostly occupied with their community, a peaceful society, um, and they have, like, royalty, high society, they've got their own structures. Hmm. I can get down now, with that. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Now, solitary fairies Mm -hmm. exist completely on their own. Now, a lot of the stories about lone fairies have them quickly vanishing around boulders or appearing to evaporate into thin air. Mm -hmm. um, And they are not as interested in human affairs. No, that's fair. They're seen a lot less frequently and are believed to be the keepers of wisdom and knowledge. Okay. They generally live in caverns, pits, marshes, and ditches, and are mostly hidden. Okay. Now, solitary fae are generally only noticed by humans if they are intentionally enticed into peril or when the fae were unknowingly observed by a passerby. So, okay, so if they're only going to step in if the person is in peril? Or the fae, the fairy themselves are in peril? I think read it again if yeah so solitary fey are only noticed by humans if they are intentionally enticed into peril so it sounds like the fey is being enticed into peril see to me that sounds like the human i think it could be either okay anyway as long as there's peril involved you might get one of these (laughs) there there is peril so to get into a couple of different kinds Starting with a boggart. A boggart. <laughs> now, a boggart is a shape-shifting spirit or creature from English folklore Why that inhabits... shapeshift? That's a... That's, that's too much. Listen, Just stay in one form so I know nah. what to be scared of. Nah, nah. They're doing what they do best. No. They're living their best lives. No. No. <sighs> So, they inhabit both moors and marshes, um, and are sometimes called a boggart or a bog. Mm-hmm. Okay. And some legends say that they haunt the swamps of northern England, Scotland, and Wales. So, are there fae in America? I would assume so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why not. Okay. Now, in a lot of Scottish and Northern English folklore, there are a lot of household boggarts who act similarly to a brownie by doing household chores, but 
they do tend to be a little bit more malevolent um, and destroy household items if they're not re rewarded or they're mistreated, um, where brownies tend to be a bit more friendly. See, I still haven't seen the point where, like, I don't want a brownie in my house. Or a hobgoblin, if you will. I mean, we are getting into the brownies next. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Now, so far, so good, though. I want to hang out with them. Yeah. So, boggarts um, can appear in a variety of forms and act like a demon or a poltergeist. Great. We love that. Yes. Awesome. They are, they are notorious for their deception. Um, and don't really have a description because they rarely appear. And when they do, they are shapeshifting. So Great. they're taking on different th forms. I love that. I love that so much. Now, boggarts who manifest as people are generally more violent than those that manifest as animals. I just... I don't like that they can look like people. I can't trust anybody! Everybody yeah. is a fae until proven otherwise. I can't trust any of you. So, now, Boggarts were featured in Harry Potter, and... Never seen it, never read it. I've never read it. I have seen all the movies, though. Nope. Never really my cup of tea. I think I've seen, like, the first three. Not for me. I tried to read it several times, not for me. Yeah, same. So, and I don't know if... This is a note that my mother wrote, but I think it might be. Um, but apparently there is a belief that Pennywise from It is also a bogger. Believable. <laughs> and for me... Okay, that is three times today. Three times that Pennywise has come up for me. And I don't know... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that makes me feel. And, like, normally I take that as a sign, like, you need to watch those movies. But, like, we've watched them recently. Like, it was just October. So, like, mm -hmm. we've seen both of them recently, so I don't want to watch them again, but I'm like, that's the third time Pennywise has been mentioned today. And I feel apparently, alarmed. Apparently Pennywise is a boggart. Uh, apparently! And a pretty nasty one at that. The way he dances, though, sometimes Ty will do the little <laughs> jig, and I can't. It is so fucking funny. Uh, yeah, it is pretty funny. Like, even in the movie, I'm like, that's <laughs> Doc, that's that stupid. movie was so good. I love them both so much, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so, a uh, fun little story about a boggart. Um, apparently in Garsting in Yorkshire, there is a boggart that appears as a woman in a hooded cloak at, a, at the roadside requesting a lift from travelers. Okay. Usually those on horseback. Great. Now, when she becomes a passenger, she reveals herself to be a skeleton and her demonic cackle and clawing grip spur the traveler into a frenzied rise, causing injury or death. No, I don't like that. Also, question, if you are on horseback and there is like a person, which I know this is a long time ago, and maybe they only had horseback, I get it. But like, I don't want anybody touching me. You have to, you have to physically touch a person. Yeah. Whoever this hitchhiker may be. Hell no. Yeah, and then she turns into a skeleton. Also, this just leads me into another life lesson on this podcast. Do not pick up hitchhikers. No, yeah. Do not also do don't, that. Also, don't be a hitchhiker. Don't be That's one also either. also very dangerous. Call me, I'll come get you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of our listeners, like, good, good, call me. <laughs> just, just call me. So, on to brownies. Alright, listen. Because right now, 
at 35 minutes into this recording, I'm here for him. Like, I'm down. You can dust, mop, sweep this house. I'll find something for you to do. Yeah, so they are generally known as a household fae. Okay. So they're usually portrayed as being short and small with big eyes and pointy ears. Very cute. I am being bamboozled right now. (laughs) Yeah. They are very hardworking and are believed to live in homes or barns. Okay. Okay. They're not generally seen, but they are frequently heard scrubbing, cooking, and doing household chores late at night. Not in this fucking house, but maybe it's somebody now, else's. <laughs> they do also enjoy rearranging rooms for funsies. Are they like super, <laughs> they have superhuman strength? They just like fucking pick that shit up and eat it across the room? Yeah, maybe. They just like rearranging <coughs> the furniture. Now, they don't do any of this stuff for free. Okay. So they do expect to be rewarded with food and drink. Okay. They like cream or freshly baked bread or a cake. Okay. Now, if you don't reward them, you might find broken items or milk that has soured in your home. Um, they also have been known to release livestock <laughs> and let them roam free. Okay, listen, you're not, so far, you're not telling me anything bad enough to not let them in my house. I don't know if that sentence made sense right now. Still on board. I can bake a cake. You, me, go eat this cake. I'm down. Yeah. Now, you really, so, from what it seems like, generally, brownies are at worst a little mischievous. Now, don't give them clothes, because that's an insult. Okay. And they will leave. <laughs> I don't want them to leave. They can fucking hang out here as long as they want. <laughs> they will be insulted and they will leave. Probably after they've let all of your livestock out. That is the one part that gets me. Like, I don't want them to let my dogs out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, do you think, like, so, get, like, a baby lock? Like, a like baby-proof my door? No, I think they would probably figure that out. Mm. Okay. They're fake. They're fake folk. So... They are also mentioned in Harry Potter. Uh, Dobby is based on a brownie. Biggest difference, if you give Dobby a sock, he's pumped. You give a brownie a sock, he's pissed. Okay. So. (laughs) Dobby is a good elf. Yeah. Now on to gnomes. Not gnomes! (laughs) Okay, listen, I have very mixed feelings about gnomes. Sometimes I think that they're kind of creepy. Um... But then sometimes, like, the ones that you used to decorate with at Christmas that don't have faces, but they just have, like, really big hats and short, stumpy little bodies. I like those. Yeah. Now, they are earth spirits, and they live beneath the ground. Nice. Yep. Uh, they do resemble dwarves and are usually seen wearing clothes similar to a monk's habit. And they really, really like treasure, so they'll protect all of it in quarries and mines, they're protecting their treasures. That's where all, like, the famous lost treasures have gone. The gnomes were like, all right, nobody's yeah. been by here in a couple days. This is fucking mine now. Yeah. So those are little gnomes. The, they kind of sound pretty cute. Yeah, I can, I can hang you. out with those. I mean, and they got lots of treasure. Yeah. I'll bake them yeah. a cake if they'll bankroll my life. <laughs> like. <laughs> now, now we're going to get into leprechauns. Okay. Are these yeah. not their own individual, like... They are all fae. Okay, I'm here for it. Now, leprechauns are solitary fae. 
They are short bearded men who wear a suit and tie and often make their homes in old churches or castles. And I don't know, there's just something about a little. little I imagine them very tie. grumpy. Yeah, like, I feel like probably. Grumpy little old men. <laughs> now, they do love music. Cool. They're usually very talented mm-hmm. in a fiddle, pipe, or harp. Ooh, fancy. They are generally described as wearing entirely green, although sometimes they may be wearing a red coat, brown pants, and a tall hat. Mmm. Like to change yeah. it up a little bit. Got a party yeah. to go to. Of course. He's got to put on his tall hat. Mm-hmm. They are also typically wearing a leather apron and seem to be fixing a shoe with a small hammer. And this tapping sound is what indicates their proximity. Um, but people should generally avoid approaching them. Now, it is said that leprechauns are always mending the shoes of trooping fairies because they're often worn out from so much dancing and traveling. I thought they didn't like other people, though. Well, it doesn't mean that they don't want to, like, fix their shoes. You don't have to talk to somebody to fix their shoes. No, that's fair, I guess. Now, they are sometimes called a fairy banker. They do have rights to massive amounts of wealth and gold, um, and they do not like to give it up easily. That's fair. I... Yeah who would not yeah of course and that is where we get the uh, the lore that the gold is hidden at the end of the the rainbow um rainbow yeah so in modern culture leprechauns are generally depicted as being humorous cheerful and friendly uh but that is not accurate to the legends they are generally cunning self-centered vengeful and love isolation so they are just as likely to play a nasty trick on an unsuspecting human as they are to provide help or kindness. I feel bamboozled by everything I've ever watched or seen. Yes, you should. And they were commonly appeased by local household due to their antagonistic behavior and animosity towards people. Great. So dairy bread, tobacco, and alcohol were frequently left outside on doorsteps. Um, and if you didn't do that... They would wreak havoc on your family, home, and land. Great. Yeah. They're not really giving you a choice, are they? No, they, he said, give me my bread. Yeah. Give it to me. Now, pixies. Okay. Pixies are a type of trooping fairy, and they are fond of areas near Devon and Cornwall in England. Okay. Devon? I don't know. They are very youthful in appearance and often dress in green with a pointed night cap. Mm-hmm. But they got a couple of different outfits. You know, they're, they're, they're not tied down to anything. Fair. They are mischievous and they do like to pull pranks. And they are easily identified by their short stature, small pointed ears, pale skin, and their colorful wings that flare like flower petals. Ooh, pretty. Now, if you want to attract them, you should provide shaded spots with lots of trees and flowers in your garden. Cool. They do value both protection in nature and love homemade fairy houses. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, they do live in the other world underground beneath the ancient Sidhi Mounds. Stone circles, ancient runes, or caverns. They love to emerge in twilight to do some dancing. Um, 
and any wanderer that comes across them might be forced to dance, um, could lose track of time, and might be pulled into the fairy other world and never seen again. Yikes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They are it's sometimes just it's not. Yeah, they're like dance forever. <laughs> forever. I ho- I hope you're having fun. Do you know there have like been bouts of like I'd have to Google it. I don't know what year it was, but there was like a bout of like mass hysterical yes. dancing. Those French people that never stopped dancing. Yes, and like some yes. people died. Yeah, I want to talk Those... about that eventually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, tulip mania. What? It's when tulips were really popular, kind of like Beanie Babies were. It's tulip oh. mania. Oh, okay. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they all just got cursed by pixies. They were like, dance. Dance forever. Dance forever, you French people. Now, they are sometimes described as ancient druids who refused to convert to Christianity and were doomed to roam the earth, rejected by both heaven and hell. Okay. Although I gotta say, I think they'd be like a little bit angrier. Also, I just don't think hell's, like, as uh, hard as I thought it was. I mean, they're really not taking in a lot yeah. of people that they that it, they might should have taken, taken in. It really sounds like being doomed to hang out on Earth is, like, the worst punishment you can have. And we're fucking here already. <laughs> they can't get what any ex- worse than this. <laughs> like, what exactly does that say about us? don't know (laughs) oh gosh so that's kind of like a general going over a a couple of the different types of fae what's going on with them um Mm -hmm. next week we're gonna get into kelpies a little bit further um so keep that on your radar because we're gonna dive a bit deeper to them i was about to ask what the fuck those are but next week (laughs) yes um so that's kind of where i'm gonna wrap it up this week um next week we're gonna go into kind of how to survive the fae nice Uh, that's what i need to know (laughs) yeah what what you can let them in what you can do how to not uh absolutely piss them off and all of that good stuff um, and we're going to dive a little bit deeper into Kelpies, because they're kind of a broader topic on their own. But yeah, those are kind of the, the different types of fae and, and sort of what's going on with them. I, I'm i I'm on the fence about brownies, because I feel like, on the one hand, yes, I kind of want one. But on the other hand, I feel like there would be one night that I would forget to put baked bread out, and then they'd be pissed. Also, I don't know if I want to walk into one of my many rooms... I say that like my house is big, but I don't know if I want to walk into a room and have the furniture completely rearranged. See, I like that, though. I don't like to have my furniture the same way. This is the longest, like, living here with Ty is, like, the longest I've ever gone without, like, rearranging furniture. Um, I guess my question is, are we, like, completely rearranging it? Or, like, are you just moving everything, like, two inches to the left? Oh, that's a fair question. I think it depends on how good your, your, your bread and your cakes were. I guess that's fair. Yeah. But see, hmm. I don't know, man. They're speaking my language. I'll bake us a fucking cake. You go, you can clean this house in my sleep. <laughs> mm. It would be a little helpful. It would be incredible. Like, I... Uh, I, I, I didn't hear anything that was like, uh, a little bit of, like, spoiled milk somewhere. I ain't crying over no spilt milk. 
Yeah, as a general rule of thumb, I tend to stray on the side of don't invite fey folk into your home. That's fair. I feel like but... I should stray on that side as well, but it's like... Well, they make a pretty good offer. I'll be honest. I'm coming here for it. Like, I don't know. Just don't give him any clothes, man. Yeah. He doesn't want your stinky clothes. That's fine. You could run around naked if you're going to clean my house. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I mean, I think they probably already have their own clothes. Oh, maybe that's what it is. They're like, I have taste. You don't. <laughs> They're like, um... Fuck this is you. so last season. Yeah, like, I'm not wearing that. They got up God. with a white lady, and they were looking at a Pinterest board together. Yeah, seriously. Well, but yeah, that's what I got for you. So, it's my turn. It and that is. means... It's time. It's time. Also, um, side note, Moose just farted. <laughs> And I am in a closet. <laughs> so, door's open. Still trapped in here. Oh, no. Anyways. Uh, today, we are talking about the satanic panic. Woo! And I am so excited. So, I didn't know much, but now I know a lot. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, the satanic panic, I'm sure everybody's kind of heard about it. It's like the plot, basically, to the Stranger Things season four. It is. Is that is. what the season was? Yeah, four. Um... But other real life things that it's like caused issues for is like the West Memphis three, I think mm -hmm. had a lot of satanic panic to it. Um, people, I think maybe freaked out about that and a lot of other murder cases that I can't think of off the top of my head at the moment, but yeah. I know that it happens. Yes. Um, so basically the satanic panic, um, was like a big thing in the eighties the and it kind of came along with the rise of evangelical Christianity, mm -hmm. which kind of like, I don't know. I guess they were so far Christian that they're, like, paranoid that everybody else is just evil. Yeah, seems reasonable. Does that make sense? I Yeah. So, it really didn't help at all, um, either whenever President Ronald Reagan, who I have feelings about. Same. Um, <laughs> Same. Uh, on March 8th, 1983, he delivered this, like, evil empire type speech, which I think he was talking more about, um, like the Soviet Union at the time, but there was a lot of God talk and like good versus evil. And a lot of people in their evangelical Christian minds were like, yeah, evil. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck evil. Well, <laughs> like Reagan is also the reason that we don't have a separation of church and state. So. And I think that him and Nancy are also the reason like why pot and stuff is illegal. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the whole say no to drugs movement. Yeah. Yeah. Pots a gateway. That was them, yeah. Which really was just stuff designed to keep um, black people and, like, minorities and poor people. Yeah. Poor. Anybody that they determined was so. a hippie. Yep. Um. Anybody they didn't like. They were like, ah, oh, prison for the pot. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Reagan. Um, when really, we could all just been smoking the pot. Whatever. It's neither here nor there. Now, coke in your toothpaste, I think that probably needed to go. Well, the 1800s were a wild time. Yeah. They put coke in everything. Fair. They put coke in coke. <laughs> a cola. Coca -Cola. Dude, they were, they were living. That, that was the ingredient that kept you hooked. Honestly, um. yeah, okay, all of the memes that, like, are like, oh, a Victorian child couldn't handle Sprite. Dude, Victorian children were, like, on coke. 
I think they'll be okay. <laughs> Consistently. <laughs> I think they'll be alright. You know, I didn't, I didn't never think about that. Yeah, drugs have only recently been l- illegal. Yeah. Like, by recently, I mean, like, probably, like, the past hundred years or so. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. I was saying, telling that to my therapist, too. I was like, you know, I've kind of been blessed with time. I get to go to therapy and, like, really work on myself before I have babies and that sort of thing. But I was like, also, though, like, they're going to be fine. People have had babies for hundreds of years. Thousands of years. Yeah. Forever. They're fine. I don't know where I was going with that, but they're going to be all right. Anyways, kids should eat dirt. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Mr. Ronald Reagan did not, did not help the situation at all. No. Um, he also courted favor with the moral majority, the Western Illinois, his- oh, sorry. As reported by the Western Illinois Historical Review, um, Reagan kind of like courted favor with the moral majority. And they were this political, like, action group that formed um, in 79 Mm -hmm. by a Baptist minister named Jerry Falwell Sr. Okay. There's another Jerry Falwell. Not that we needed to. Um, But it successfully aligned itself with, like, very conservative values, obviously, like, Mm -hmm. evangelical Christianity. And it set the stage for this, like, very conservative Republican, um, like, government. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, when Reagan's elected in 1980, like, his ties to that just get stronger, I guess, to that moral majority. Yeah. And so, basically, that's kind of, like, setting the grounds for, like, where we're going to get into here in just a minute. Um, But that's kind of, like, what the atmosphere was. Basically, if you weren't evangelical Christian, you were the devil. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. It also didn't help that, like, at this time, the occult was kind of, like, becoming kind of prevalent, and people were doing, like, church of, like, starting Church of Satan, Uh, um, which was, yeah, Anton LaVey, he started that, but really, everybody was like, yeah, that was just kind of, like, atheism dressed up like a carnival sideshow. Well, yeah, they also did, like, a lot of charity work. Yeah, I don't know a lot about the Church of Satan, that's just what I have in my notes, but, um, I know that they're not, like... I don't know. They did a bunch of stuff for, like, LGBTQ rights and stuff. Like, they're doing the thing. I ain't worried about them. But for evangelical Christians who are, like, Bible-thumping out here, it was scary. Yeah. (laughs) And anybody that looked and talked and acted like that was, like, the devil. Yeah. Um, And I have a little Lynn note. Uh, She remembers... Your mom, Lynn, our momager, she was saying that she remembers being given um, this (laughs) novel that's called... uh, this present darkness as a gift and it was um to like learn how to protect herself against demons that were like fighting the angels for her soul she said it was very scary that is scary it is very scary dude yeah <laughs> uh your mom like was like a, a like a cog like a person in the 80s and that's yeah. just like at the most wild time i think to be alive my mom was a and teenager I'm very glad in the 80s she made it out like anybody that lives in the 80s i'm glad you made it out yeah you, you very well couldn't have my mom was a, not have, a little like, teen with her own poltergeist and everything yeah living her life that, that, would ha- that was what um teens and early 20s for my mom not to age her my mom looks great she didn't i mean you wouldn't she looks like she's like twenty five. It's know. kind of rude. Yeah, the <laughs> amount ask me the amount of times that people are like, "Oh, that's your mom." I thought that was your sister. I thought you guys were just friends. Like, nope, that's my mother. Yeah. 
So, um, basically, the Satanic Panic is one of the most, like, well-known and, like, longest mass hysterias of the 20th, 20th century. Um, and it, like I said, it took place in the 80s, early 90s. And it was basically just, like, fear-mongering. Like, it was yeah. false allegations of, like ritualistic killings in the woods and people were scared of the people that played Dungeons and Dragons. Like, like that stuff in freaking Stranger Things, not exaggerated. No, <laughs> like, yeah. I obviously saw it was exaggerated, but, like, the basis of well. the satanic panic, not exaggerated. No. And the reason why I bring up the West Memphis Three is because that's, um, Eddie. Yeah. In Stranger Things is based off of, uh... Damien. Damien. Yeah, Eccles. But, because it all kind of goes hand in hand, that satanic panic idea is kind of what yeah. got them in prison. It's just awful. Ed- if you know anything about the West Memphis Three, go check it out if you don't know anything about them. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Also, oh. rip... <sighs> Spoiler, but they did Eddie dirty and I'm sad about it still. Uh, not Emily texting me and being like, haha, do you think that he'll be on next season? <laughs> and I get to the end and I'm mad as fuck. Yeah. I no, was... I have heard rumor on the internet that he might be coming back somehow. Dog, don't get my hopes up like that. It's just what I hear on the word on the street is, but that I, doesn't make it true. I stan Eddie Munson. And not only Eddie Munson, but the speech, the speech that is given by freaking, um, I can't remember anybody's name at the moment. Dustin. Yeah. Like, to his uncle at the end. Not me crying in the club right now. I not me crying in the club. I legitimately like I I think I cried the entire first like the entire last episode. I just I literally had to take a pill. Like I had to pause it for forty five minutes, take one of my anxiety pills to calm down, and then restart. Doug, no. I've never felt that way watching something before ever. I. Oh my god. Yeah, but um. Yeah, and then along, you know, after that, though, came uh, scary movies and, you know, Ouija boards oh, that could yeah. turn your children into, quote, sex-hungry, sex-hungry, cannibalistic demon lovers. Yep. Yes, that is... Listen, I don't think that a Ouija board's going to turn you into a sex-hungry, cannibalistic demon lover, but I do think they're not to be fucked with. <laughs> yeah, I am not supporting playing with a Ouija board um, at all. However, I think that might be maybe not the fear to have when it comes to Ouija boards. Yeah. And so kind of the issue at this time, aside from the Ouija board of it all, um, is that like, I guess people were trying to hold on to this idea of like a nuclear family, and that's just not a thing anymore. And I feel like it was really kind of starting to die out in yeah. like the 80s and 90s. And um, just that, like, whole idea was kind of on its way out. And um, people were scared of that. Pe- very conservative people were like, we're going to lose our way of life. Also. That's what they were saying. Not to like, <laughs> not to go back to the sex-hungry, cannibalistic demon lovers. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's oddly specific. So, like, which child... Which child became sex <laughs> hungry that. and cannibalistic and was like, it's the Ouija board? Right. Like, <laughs> what? That child needed help. What child? 
I want to know. I want to know what kid in the <laughs> 80s had a whole bunch of sex and then was like, it was the Ouija board. Yeah. I don't know. I I played with the Ouija board once. Um, and now here yep, I am. That is, because that, that is oddly specific. That is oddly specific. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh. <laughs> How did we get here? So, yeah, just the idea that, like, the nuclear family was on its way out kind of had people in a panic. Um, the very conservative people. Yeah. I think if your family's not nuclear, that's great. More power to you. Nuclear family is kind of fucking weird. Well, also, like, who but decided? I understand that some people's jam, so, like, whatever. Yeah, but, like, also, who decided that that had to be the societal norm? Right. Just let everybody live their fucking lives. Why is somebody else's family your concern? Exactly. So. We are going to discuss the rise of Satanism in America Woo! a little bit deeper than we already have. Yes. Um, so it didn't just happen overnight, obviously. Uh, there were a series of, like, very sensational headlines and, mm-hmm. like, quote, ritualistic murders and, like, very strange issues from, like, the hippie days, I guess, of, like, the 60s and 70s. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that kind of just, like, led into this, like, panic. Um, and then you have the Manson murders in 69, uh, yes. which didn't fucking help at all. Uh, but yeah, Manson didn't fucking help with his beady eyes and his no soul have an ass. Yeah, or the um, swastika on his forehead. Yeah, that too. I forgot about that part. <laughs> I don't like to look at very many a picture of him. No, like he creeps me out. <laughs> yeah, I don't like him at all. Um, but yeah, so that didn't help at all. People were like, oh, these people are fucking crazy, crazy. <laughs> And yes, the Manson people were crazy, crazy. Absolutely, but that is a very yes. isolated incident. Yes, of lots of manipulation and very, very, very high drug use. Yes. Also, manipulation of children. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, and none of that really mattered though to like, like it didn't matter to all these like Christian people that like that was an isolated incident. That's what they saw as a whole. Yeah, no, they, it, it didn't matter that that was one guy that honestly, what, I mean, I mean, Manson was actually incredibly racist. Like his agenda was to make it look like, Oh yeah, there was a race war. Yeah. So that way they, like they could go and justify their killings and stuff. Yeah. He yeah. like conned those, not conned them, but like manipulated them into thinking that cause they didn't have any connection to like the outside world. I think. Yeah, but of course, all you see is satanic cult in the woods, and you're like, ah, yes, let's latch onto that. <laughs> right. And of course, like, just a story like that, though, like, it's in everybody's minds. There are things that I feel like you're born just knowing. I know that that's not how it works, and you learn things over time, but, like, I've never not known about Charles Manson. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's just something that's in your brain. Like, you just know it. And, like, you're not going to forget about it at all. And you shouldn't forget about it. You should, we should learn from that and not let that fucking happen again. I just had the dawning realization that one day my toddler is going to learn about Charles Manson, and that makes me very uncomfortable. Also have the dawning realization that it's probably going to be me teaching her uh, no! Charles Manson. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let her end up in a cult! I have to let her know what's up! <gasps> she's not going to be in a cult, my guy. <laughs> like she's not. No, I got it. I have to. You have to let them know young, because that's when they pull them in. Oh god. <laughs> so not me having the realization that my child currently knows nothing about serial killers, and one day that's gonna end. Yeah. At some point you grow up, <sighs> and you realize the world shitty place to be. There's a reason why um the Fae and the Will of the Wisps. We're freaking sent back to Earth. It is the shittiest place to be. True. Yeah. So, um, 
anyways. Oh, okay. So then at that same year that Manson and his, um, I don't know, his cult, they were doing their thing. They're murdering, yeah. being awful. Um, that same year, the Satanic Bible came out, which was oh. thrown together by one aforementioned, um, Anton LaVey. I hope I'm saying that right. Interesting. Um, it was just like various sources that served as the main teaching of the like school of the Church of Satan. Or the main teaching tool, sorry, I can't read my own notes, um, as the tool of S- Church of Satan. Okay. They used it, like the Bible, at the Church of Satan, yeah. is what I'm trying to fucking say. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah, but he said that, like, I said that, like, LeVay didn't take the Satan, did not take the Satan in his personal brand of Satanism, all that. Okay, sorry. He didn't take it super seriously, like, the Satan part. He was like, I mean, it's here, but I really just want to drink and play loud music, I think was kind of the vibe. And I don't really believe in God. Yeah, from what I do know about the Church of Satan, it's not really about Satan. (laughs) It's not. It's more about, like, we don't, like, we don't believe in God and we think people should have good rights. Like, all people should have rights. Like, (laughs) and, like, to each their own. If that's where you want to be, that's where you want to be. But I remember I grew up much like you did in, like, which I might have grown up a little bit differently, a little more conservative, maybe, because I was in, like, not a big city Mm -hmm. like you were. But um, I remember just thinking, like, oh, the Church of Satan, ah. And I grew up and educated myself, and they're really not, like, a big deal at all. <laughs> they're just minding their own business and doing doing some work. Yeah, I don't... I don't think I ever thought about the Church of Satan. I'm gonna be honest with know. you. I don't think that was ever... My dad's a minister, but I don't think that ever came up. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't something we, like, discussed, but I'd heard about it before and was kind of like, ah. But, um... Anywho... There's a note here that says, let's all blame William Friedkin. 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 (laughs) All right, yeah. What are we blaming him for? Uh, I don't know yet. So, no, I do know. We'll get there. Um, So, the slayings committed by Manson and the carnival-inspired Satanism of Mm -hmm. LaVey, they were propped up by a lot of fictional works that came out through the 1970s. Okay. Scary movies. Yep. Um... And, I don't know, William Friedkin, in 73, he had an adaptation of The Exorcist, which at the time, Uh, scariest movie on the planet. Oh, yeah, people, like, full-on ran out of theaters, like, throwing up and, like, can't handle it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it didn't help that scary movies were coming along and people were like, oh, no! Which, like, this is real! Like, it just... Granted, like, I will say... Okay, I love I love a good horror movie. I do not enjoy watching The Exorcist. Like, I can't take it seriously. So it's not even like, it's okay. Yeah, the special effects are bad. I think it was like what the seventies. Yeah, seventy three. You know, so there's that. But uh, I it's 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 the crucifix and the the lady parts thing okay that's fair can't, I mean, i've I can't. only ever seen it once i guess yeah once was enough for me <laughs> that yeah that, ooh, i don't that know that i've me... ever watched it again yeah <laughs> yeah something about that makes me real uncomfortable. i don't like it no that's fair that's Whoop. a valid thing to not like yeah i don't like it um so yeah we're like horror fans and stuff we're like kind of 
I don't know, getting kind of excited by like the scary movies that were coming out and kind of coming into play. Um, those that were fearing for their soul at the time. Uh, yes. They were losing it. They were like, this is a sign. Yeah. The world's going to shit. I'm terrified. They're coming for my soul. Yeah. Um, there was also another like fabricate, fabricated memoir, sorry, uh, called The Satan Seller that was written by Mike uh, Warnke. And he released that, and it was, like, um, there was an evangelical comedian in it that claimed he was once, like, a high priest in the Church of Satan, and then he carried out, like, a ritualistic murder while taking part in creepy crawls and casting magic spells. Oh. So it's just a, it's a, not, it's a fiction story. Yeah. Like, but people were like, this is real, because people don't understand what satire is. So, um, he was, and I guess it was written like a memoir, so Mm. I guess maybe it was supposed to kind of come across like maybe it was real, but, um, he was debunked by the Christian publication Cornstone in the early 90s, but, like, it was 20 years after (laughs) his publication had come out, so, like, lots of people were worried that their children were being swayed by Satan. (laughs) Word? Word. Um... Yeah, so there's just a lot going on. People are panicking. Here come the Dungeons and Dragons, the freaking Stranger Things of it all. Ah, uh, yes, because children cannot play a board game. No, they cannot, especially not a fantasy board game about Dungeons and Dragons. God. Everyone knows uh, that's where it starts. Next thing you know, yeah. you're playing with a Ouija board, and then you're just some sex-loving, cannibalistic demon lover person. Yep. <laughs> So, by the late 70s, um, the American people are, are freaking out. Yeah. They're scared of everything. And other people are just minding their own business. Yeah. I promise. Um, but those nuclear families losing their minds. Their way of life being threatened. And they can get a little violent when threatened. If Stranger Things has taught me anything. True. They're, and these are, like, such isolated stories that, like, get embedded into people's minds. Yeah. But, like... In August of 1979, at Michigan State University, James Dallas Egbert III, Mm -hmm. my guy, um, he, like, disappeared from his dorm room, and it's believed that his brain was, like, so fucked up from playing Dungeons & Dragons that he had, like, a psychotic break, and then took off to the tunnels beneath the school to enact the game for the rest of his life. If we know that he's in the tunnels beneath the school, why don't we just go get him? What? Yeah. So, um, okay, so... Oh, they... Oh, so it turns out they did go get him. Um, a detective named William Deere, he was brought to work on the case, and he found him beneath the school and summed up his initial thoughts, um, on the disappearance of the book The Dungeon Master from 1984. He later summed up his thoughts. I'm sorry, I cannot read. He wrote a book called The Dungeon Master about this kid that was, like, underneath the school that he found. Dude... And maybe this kid did have a psychotic break. I'm not going to, like, undermine that at all. He could have legitimately had a psychotic break. But people in college have those, whether they play Dungeons & Dragons or not. That wasn't because of Dungeons & Dragons. It was probably because of something else, and he latched onto Dungeons & Dragons. Right. But not the same. It's not because of Dungeons & Dragons, but... 
that was the word on the street and that's enough like people just need justification when Egbert was found I'm not saying his last name what is his first name Dallas Dallas's middle name James that's what I thought okay um so when James is found underneath these tunnels uh and the detective thought that he was down there to like play his live action role play game mm-hmm. for the rest of his fucking life um like the detective I guess has since said that like James was pretty depressed when he went to college at the age of 15 first of all who the fuck's going to college at 15 hello um and he kind of believed maybe that James had entered the tunnel to um, die by suicide mm-hmm. and that Dungeons and Dragons had nothing to do with it. But naturally, like, that's part of the story's not yeah. told until after. You know what I mean? Like, years after, it's already caused problems. Like, Well, and then you went on to write a book called The Dungeon Master to talk about it. So right. are you helping like, to or hurting? Lean into it. You are part of the problem, sir. Now... The Christians are going to get mad about the heavy metal. Ah, yes. The heavy metal is the root of all of our problems. Not the Eagles being in here classified as heavy metal. Maybe I haven't listened to enough of the Eagles, but I feel like it's not the same. Um, but there was... I don't even know if I'm saying this one right. ELO? E-L-O? E-L-O? How do you say it? ELO? Is that how you say I it? I think it's just ELO. I've never heard of them, so I don't know. Anyways, um, Styx and like Judas Priest, they... <laughs> they pretty much shared like a common thing that like the christians thought that um the artists used back masking in order to place like these subliminal messages in their music to turn their fans into satanists dog dog this is very much like people thinking that like their kids candy is laced with acid nobody's giving your kids drugs no no nobody's trying to turn these people into satanists we don't have the time no it's just a bunch of people that like doing that growly thing with their voice they just like the loud guitar and the loud drums which let them have it like not a lot of like to to do like the heavy metal scream like that not a lot of people can do that it takes a lot you gotta like vocally train for that it's a lot of effort yeah um but they just kind of believe like the the christians believed that if you just played the record backwards it could be like the message could be heard and people say that a lot about, I think there's a lot of, like, um, Pink Floyd songs, maybe, that you can play backwards or yeah, something. Yeah, there's also, like, like people have said that about the Beatles, like... Yeah, the Beatles. Um, but that's not what's happening. Who has the time? That takes so much So planning. much. You have to think about so much. It would be... To s- do something like that. Yeah, it would also be significantly easier to just, like, if... I don't know, like... If the, if a whole bunch of people, like a group of people already don't like you, wouldn't it just be so much easier to be like, hey, join the Church of Satan. Right. Rock on. I mean, I just that feel seems like the John Birch Society did a pretty good job of getting people on there without, like, having to yeah. make it hard. Nobody... And then we all have to, who's just playing their records backwards for fun? Why would I do that? Exactly. Why would I buy a record and then be like, ah... I do enjoy listening to music, but let me torture my ears and put this on backwards. Right. But, um, I don't know. It was also said, like, a cheap trick is another example. <laughs> they supposedly included the phrase, um, Satan holds the keys to the lock in their song, Gonna Raise Hell. Of course. What lock, though? Uh, the gates of hell, I guess. 
Which can be found in Antioch, California, if you ever want to check them out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, this whole, like, backmasking issue from the Satanic Panic kind of, like, reached its breaking point in 1990 um, when the band Judas Priest was taken to court because um, it was claimed that two of their fans had died by suicide <gasps> because of their song um, Better By You, Better Than Me. Um, the accusation claimed while they're in court, it, whatever, it claimed that <laughs> they injected a subliminal message, do it, into the song, which was meant to push their fans into, a, like, a suicide, like, solution, is what it says. Okay, um, wait, who sued them? I guess maybe the families of the two people who died by suicide. Look, I don't want to tell anybody how to grieve. And I'm not gonna. However, could could it be possible that maybe there were some other things going on? I think it's for sure possible. Probably 110%. Also, and I think maybe we're deflecting a little bit because we don't want to look at the fact that maybe we didn't notice. Yeah, also, can you imagine being that band and like, already like it's tragic enough that two people two your fans of yeah two people died by suicide already that's pretty tragic and then all of a sudden you're being blamed for it right i mean taken to court for something that you didn't do <laughs> like hello um they ended up being like exonerated though but heavy metal still like was not seen in high regard <laughs> like people didn't like it um you can just not like something and then continue on with your life. You can. That's a valid point. Like, just because you don't like it doesn't mean you have to let people know. Yeah, like, I, you know, I'm not casually listening to most death metal. Like, that's not really my listening pleasure. But I, I gotta say, the amount of time that I spend during my day thinking about it is, is pretty close to, to none. Um... Your mom's got a note here while we're talking about this. It's another Lynn note that she says she remembers uh, she had a friend's dad that told her that any music with drums was the devil's music and that contemporary worship services were opening the door for devil worship. Which, if you know anything about Hillsong, apparently that music is designed specifically to make you feel something. So don't be bamboozled. But drums okay. are not the devil. They do got some bops, though. Like, I'm just going to be honest. But like, are they bops because they're bops, or are they bops because they were designed to make you feel a certain way about no, them? No, yeah, that's definitely it. They did a good job. Yeah. No, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, they did what they were setting out to do. <laughs> sure. So not only that, now the Satanists are at the daycare centers. Oh, no. I think I remember a little bit. I mean, I wasn't alive, obviously, but I think I've heard a little bit about this. I don't know fully. I mean, I do now, but at the time, did not know fully what. Satan at the daycare centers? not at the daycare centers they're gonna get our children <gasps> um so dungeons and dragons and you know judas priest yeah gateway drugs to absolutely hell. yes and drums <laughs> the drums for sure fear the drums can't have them cannot have them um people are also kind of starting to panic because now we think satan's at daycare <laughs> and maybe he is maybe he's not i don't know but there was this kind of, like, passive-aggressive, like, backlash for daycare centers from the Christian church. 
And I think that maybe goes back to, like, the nuclear family thing. Like, oh, yes. oh, you're a woman, and now you've sent your kid to daycare, so you can have a job in, like, your own life, and, like, that's not acceptable because you're supposed to be at home taking care of the kids. How dare you? It's not very nuclear of you to, like, put your kids in daycare. Oh, yeah. So it's just kind of, like, another target. Um, and people were panicking because, like, strangers are raising your kids, but, like, is a school teacher not a stranger raising your kids? Yeah. Okay. It's the same. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, in 1983, though, a parent had accused a staff member at a preschool in California of abusing their child. Mm -hmm. Now, this whole investigation goes underway. Um, it was done by local police officers that don't have any training handling you know children of abuse or children in general um uh and they brought an unlicensed psychotherapist <gasps> named key mcfarland oh. to like come and do this <gasps> thing yeah to come and like carry out this investigation oh god um, at least have him be licensed Christ. and mcfarland and his two unlicensed assistants they carried out this um investigation where they use like atom atomically anatomically correct fuck me dolls um leading questions and praise for like outlandish statements so like basically the kids were like in a room yeah uh, much like a false confession they're in a room with these people they don't know and they're like where did the bad man touch you yeah and the kid just points to somewhere and then they're like oh so the bad man touched you there and there and there and then it's like yeah, all of a yeah, sudden. Yeah, sure. And, like, the more you say, and then they're like, oh, my God, that's the right answer. What You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, like, not quite like that. That's not how it goes, but you get the gist. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, pretty much everybody, though, at this preschool was implicated. They're all Satanists. Um, McFarlane, this unlicensed psychotherapist and her unlicensed assistant, they, like, discover quote in quotes you can't see it but the tiktok will see it quotes um they discover like these really bizarre claims that led to uh 321 counts of child abuse by 41 children that, that okay so there apparently because i can't read there were 321 counts of child abuse mm -hmm. that happened to 41 children mm -hmm by seven staff members at this school mm -hmm. okay um the children told the mcfarland staff that they made them sit in a pool of baby eating sharks they witnessed a ritual sorry, slaughter what? of a horse this is what Do the children baby said. eating sharks and the more and remember the more outlandish like the answer was like the more praise they got, kind of, like, the more, like, they were like, that's the right answer. So these kids said that they were made to sit in pools of baby-eating sharks. Uh, they witnessed ritualistic slaughters of horses. Um, their teachers could fly. The children were flushed down the toilet into an underground location before being flown around the world in a hot air balloon. And at one point, one Chuck Norris... A man who has never been reported to have visited preschool was listed as one of the perpetrators of these crimes. What? Yeah. What? So Chuck Norris is also a Satanist. I think people have lots of mixed feelings about him. Don't know that he's a Satanist that had anything to do with a preschool that he's never been to. 
What? I'm like, still it just doesn't, like, and people were believing it. Like, these people went to trial. Like, it became one of the most expensive cases in California history because they had to, like, investigate all this shit that didn't happen. <laughs> I and just... then all anybody hears is, is about, like, the only part of the headline you hear is the Satanists at the daycare with the baby sharks in the pool. So, like, I feel like this is an easy thing to check out. Um, one, does the daycare have a pool? No? If no. Okay. Baby sharks are probably out. Two, are the toilets large enough for a child to go down them? No? Okay, we can probably rule that out. Well, see, it's magical Satanism. Somehow it's magical with the Dungeons and the Dragons and the fantasy of it all. I just... The devil is helping them flush those kids down the toilet, Brenna. I just feel like also you would be able to notice, like, if my child came home sopping wet, I'd be like, hmm, weird day at day school. Well, Why is my kid use... wet? <laughs> they wouldn't be sopping wet if they were flown around the world in a hot air balloon after that. Oh, you're right. Tried, I forgot about Brenna. that part. Right. Also, time doesn't exist. Time doesn't exist, Brenna. Have you met me? God. <laughs> I feel like I just learned your name for the first time. I just said it like three times in a row. I, like... Like, listen. Listen. I am all for believing children. I think that's why we too. teach children how to have... You know, how to properly identify parts of the body... I think that's really important. I think those are conversations you should have with your kids. However, I think when we start to roam into baby-eating sharks, hot air balloon territory... You lose me. First of all, where's the budget? Yeah. Like, the Church <laughs> of Satan must have one hell of a budget. Yeah. Like, I... That's... Ooh, yeah, baby-eating sharks. That's a new one. That's gonna stick with me for a while. Yeah, what was... Not just the baby-eating sharks, but also um, the fact that Chuck Norris was there. Yeah. And that their teachers could fly. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Also, but, um, like, just like a side note, if you're trying to frame people for crimes like like as egregious as molesting children... Mm-hmm. You better come with your motherfucking facts. You also, better not come half-cocked at all. Maybe, like, because that's a pretty serious thing. Maybe, one, don't traumatize children by, like, putting these thoughts in their head. Because, like, there are whole studies shown where, like, you, like, brains are very malleable. And you can oh, create yeah. memories and create things that didn't, didn't happen. happen. Yeah. Well, just, like, you can block that stuff out, too. I mean, I don't know how true that is. There's not a lot of instances where you, like, block it out, block it out, you know what I mean? But yeah. it really happens. So, like, I I don't know. If your big scheme is to, like, traumatize children and then blame people for worshipping Satan, maybe don't take the route of the most unbelievable thing ever. I guess what kills me, and, like, I'm gonna end it there. We'll get more into it next week. But, um... I guess what gets me is that, like, they did more work trying to convince everybody that the Satanists were trying to kill them than the Satanists were doing at all. Yes. Like, they did more work targeting people and, like, 
causing problems (laughs) than Satanists were even doing. And the fact that, like, the fact that a court even, like... There are some things, dude, that courts, some things pop up and it's like, the Supreme Court today is hearing this case. And I'm like, fucking why? They only hear, what, like, 20 cases a year and that's one of them? Are you for real? Do we not have better ways to spend our good taxpaying dollars? Yeah, because, like, if I'm a judge, I'm like, okay, I do want to get down to the bottom of whether or not these people are predators. What I don't want to hear is the rest of it. Yeah. So, like, let's... Show me any actual evidence of, like, child abuse. Let's talk about the abuse. If you could present one pool filled of baby-eating sharks, I'm on board. Unless you've got, like, the sharks... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Without or, the sharks, it's a, it's a no-go. Or if all the children are there, then it's safe to assume that none of the children got eaten. So I feel like baby-eating sharks is a little bit of a stretch. At at worst, they're just sharks. I feel like this whole conversation is a little bit of a stretch. Oh, yeah, everything. Somebody's been doing a lot of yoga. But again, like, I really feel... <laughs> I really feel like if I'm a judge, I'm going to be like, okay, please don't hit me with the baby shark baby eating shark mess like like, don't waste my time but let's get down to the abuse like let's figure out if that's legit but i'm not gonna sit here and talk about whether or not these children got on a hot air balloon and flew around the world (laughs) or if these people can fly hot air balloons i need someone to confirm or deny if you've ever been on one but do they have landing procedures or do they just land wherever because i'm under the impression at the moment that there's no way to land a hot air balloon. Yeah. It just comes out of the sky at some point. I have no need or desire to get in a hot air balloon. It freaks me out and I don't want to do it. No, that's valid. Like, something about if you pull the wrong rope, you're going up instead of down. And I... J- uh-uh. I've seen that oh, movie yeah, where people- they, like, try to go all the way, like, as high as... But I'm, I don't want it. Well, I don't... Uh, nobody's gonna do that. Like, it's just... Uh, there were people that did that! Yeah. I'm not getting in the hot For air balloon with... Or yes! That was a thing, no. yes! That movie is based on... That. I don't even know what movie you're talking about. I have to find this movie. Okay. Also, like, you're like, not protected? Like, it's just a basket. There's no glass to keep you in the hot air balloon. You're just in a basket. Yeah, I don't want not moving very fast. I don't know. Does not matter. Like it'd be fun. I don't want that. I just for don't me. want to land like on a freeway. You know what I mean? <laughs> that doesn't feel ideal. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not I, where I want to be. I feel like they probably don't do it very close to freeways. Or they block the roads off. Maybe. Shit, maybe they do. I don't know. Spice it up a little bit. Know. Yeah, nothing like a little mild threat in the morning to <laughs> really set the tone of the day. Yeah. Um, but that's all we got for you guys this week. And uh, check us out on the TikTok. I finally figured out how to do it. Hell yeah. So we're, we're rocking and rolling. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. What an app. What an app. Um, it's not over. It is back not. into it next week. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Should be fun, exciting, and fresh. Funky fresh. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Mm-hmm. Good vibrations. Don't copyright strike me, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> But Mark Wahlberg, if you're listening, call us? No, I don't want to talk to Mark Wahlberg. Why? Is he garbage? Yeah. Trash? Is he really? Yeah, Google Mark Wahlberg. Google Marky Mark. Right now? 
I mean, yeah, if we want to do this, like, I, Marky Mark has uh, done some pretty questionable and racist stuff. <gasps> Marcus! Yeah, I know! Um, but from The Independent, Mark Wahlberg's racist hate crimes, the full list of actors' racially motivated attacks. Oh. My. God. I didn't realize that this would become, like, a Mark Wahlberg unappreciation podcast. What is happening? <laughs> yeah. But basically what I'm saying is don't copyright strike me, um, and you're the worst. Is Donnie Wahlberg okay? Do we like him? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> I didn't realize that Mark and Mark was so garbage. Welcome to your mom's a hoax. This is a podcast where we Google celebrities and find out if we like them or not. <laughs> that could be a real fun bonus. <laughs> I feel like it'll make me more sad than anything. Yeah, probably. I think most of everybody's got skeletons in their closet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not a big fan but of Mark not Wahlberg. everybody's skeletons are hate crimes. Though. Yeah, that's a... Said. Oof. None of my skeletons are hate crimes, so... Yeah, I've Yikes. made plenty of questionable decisions, none of which have involved um, harming anyone, actually, um, and certainly not harming somebody as a hate crime. I feel like it's pretty easy to not do that. It is actually kind of the easiest thing in the world to not do that it's um, kind of you know what's the easiest thing in the world minding your own fucking business yes unless you are able to prevent something horrendous from happening uh see something say something yeah see something <laughs> say something but also like mind your fucking business yeah <laughs> yeah so, so uh, that does bring us to the end of this episode um yeah pretty pretty fun stuff uh mark Wahlberg, you suck um just gonna throw that out there <laughs> we become a famous podcast because we have beef with mark Wahlberg. i will be with Valid. mark Wahlberg any day we can do that we can do that all right well i guess we'll see you guys next week uh check us out on the socials we are at your mom's a hoax on everything except for the tiktok which is y-m-a-h pod and we are your mom's a hoax pod at gmail.com if you have anything to say yep please rate and review us Mm -hmm. and thank you for listening yeah we appreciate you so much and we will see you guys next week bye bye